Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What's happening? What's happening, Ingrid? How are you? What's going on in your world? Oh, I mean, I'm feeling pretty hot over yeah. here. Yes. Shit is amping up. Yes. Yeah. Lockdowns. Dude, these lockdowns Curfews. are making me. I I can't. I can't with the curfew. You're a big curfew person. You like you like being inside before ten o'clock. I yeah no. <laughs> it's a big no for me. <laughs> And did you hear the latest science that the virus is easier to catch after 10 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> it's more deadly it at night. No one's even out at night. How does that help anything? It's ridiculous. It's absurd. But this is this is all about Saturn. Restriction. And restriction and Jupiter getting closer and closer and closer and closer together. Expanded restrictions, Jupiter's expansion, Saturn's restrictions. We've been talking about this. This is going to happen. You've been talking about it for months. Yep. You kind of said the end of November, we're going to have another lockdown. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're not having the lockdown. And then, yeah. Sure enough, here it is. Just yep. in time for Thanksgiving last week. So... Right on time. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't make any sense. No logical sense whatsoever. But that's that's really kind of the good thing because, and I'm glad that you're hot about it, that you're agitated because people should be. Um, you know, it's it's like if somebody slaps you in the face <laughs> and then they slap you harder and then they hit you and then they kick you and they push you down. Like at what point do you stop them or say no, you know? And so the planets are aligning in a way, as I always talk about with Pluto, where Pluto is transiting through Capricorn, the planet of transformation, moving through Capricorn where it's been since 2009. And the last time it was there was 1761 to 1778, leading up to the American Revolution. Capricorn's authority, transformation to authority. So we're here on planet Earth. We're sovereign beings that are here to be free, that are here to be independent, that are here to be unique. And the authority, the powers that control are like, no, you need to be in this box. You need to be in this line. We need to squeeze you in here and there. And, and that's it. You can't move here unless we tell you you can. Can't go there unless we tell you you can. And so... The planets, as Pluto moves further and further through Capricorn, and it's going to be there for the next four years, as it gets closer and closer to the edge, it's going to get more and more intense because the planets are, are challenging you. At what point are you going to claim your personal authority? At what point are you going to take responsibility for yourself? Or are you going to continue to subjugate yourself to a power that you think is greater than you? Because if that's the case, then they're going to take full advantage of you. And that goes on like a micro level as well. Tell me. Like your boss, exactly. your, your partner, your parents, mm -hmm. whoever you allow authority over you. Yep. You can't tell me what to do. No. I don't like that shit. No, no. And 2021 is all about independence. 
It's all about independence. It's about being rebellious. So if you're not being independent and you're not being rebellious or you're allowing somebody to squeeze you in some way, push you around, push you around, it's going to be a very uncomfortable year. And they're going to try to, whether it's your parents, your boss or the government, whatever it may be, they're going to try to squeeze you and constrain you. So we just moved into Sagittarius, which is like the sign of freedom. Exactly. The sun moved into Sagittarius back on the 21st of November. And that is a time to embrace your personal freedom to be free. And so it's very interesting. It's like a major test. It's like the planets are saying be free and society is saying lockdown curfew. And yep. people are like, uh, this, no, not right. I can feel that. Yeah. It's intense. It doesn't make sense. So what's the theme for this week? So this week, the week of November 30th, from November 30th to December 6th, the theme is freedom. The theme is freedom, independence. I mean, there's some relationships in here, some relationship energy to focus on. And relationships are really going to be tested as we are embracing our freedom or people are saying, no, you can't be free. You have to stay in. You can't go here. You can't go there. You can't do this. You can't do that. It, relationships are going to be tested. So Monday, November 30th is going to be a very powerful day energetically to start the week with the full moon in Gemini. So the sun is in Sagittarius and the moon is directly opposite and the sign that's opposite Sagittarius is Gemini. So these are the two signs that represent travel and communication and learning. So as far as learning goes, Gemini is about the bullet points, the cliff notes. Sagittarius is about deep philosophy, expanding your mind, deepening your philosophical view. And then in terms of communication, Sagittarius with that deep philosophy, once you've learned your deep philosophy, now you have the ability to truly speak your truth. To be honest, this is how I feel. This is what I've seen. This is what I've experienced. And you share it with people. Whereas Gemini communication is more about asking questions because you're trying to learn a little bit about a lot. So it's like, well, what do you think about that? What do you think about this? Keeping the conversation moving and flowing and going. Well, those sound like opposites. They are. How is that affecting our, our energy since they're so different? Like, well, what? would that look like in our daily life? Well, the question I have is in what way would you like to openly express your emotions? Because when you're thinking about the moon, it's always has to do with the emotions. So openly express that's Sagittarius, that's being honest. So when you're thinking of the daily life, how can you be honest? How can you be forthcoming about what is going on inside of you? And then if you're on the other end, if somebody's being honest with you emotionally, what questions can you ask? What can you learn more about what they're saying as opposed to being defensive? You know, you should have your moment where you can speak your truth as well. But before you have just two people like spitting at each other with their truth, allow one person to communicate their truth. You as the receiver, ask questions, repeat back and get deeper and deeper into the truth that the person that is expressing their emotions to you is expressing. And then you have your time. You should have your time once that person's done and the questions have been asked to then 
reciprocate and share your perspective, your feelings, and then the other person should ask you questions. Wow, that's such a great tool to have just for any conversation to really just be listening and asking questions before we just spout off what we're experiencing. We're actually being present for the other person to have their own experience. Yes. I think it like I've been doing this thing with with my partner every night now. We've been doing like 10 minutes. We'll put like a 10 minute timer on and one of us will talk for 10 minutes and the other person won't say anything. And then the other person goes for 10 minutes and it's very like therapeutic and we both feel like relieved at the end of it. And it's fun actually too, because you get in this place where you're really, you feel heard. Like when you're facing somebody as opposed to like you're cooking dinner and you're talking or maybe the TV's on in the background or you're driving or whatever it may be. It's not the focused attention of looking at somebody in the face as they're communicating to you. Fully absorbing them. Fully engaged, yes. Fully absorbed. I've done a practice like that in the breathwork circle beforehand. We all got to partner up and yeah, it was really magical just not to have someone say anything back. You're really able to kind of like work through stuff, expressing it out loud and not expecting a response. It's not a conversation. It's like like emptying out whatever the contents of your mind that are ping-ponging around. Yeah. It's like you you have the ability to just take your time. Yeah. And not rush because you're afraid like, well, I got to get all this out because if I don't, the other person's going to, you know, the other person's ready to talk right now because so many people are doing that. It's like they're already formulating what they're going to say in response. Yeah. So. I love that. Yeah. That's very interesting in this time of feeling so like hot and like charged to be able to kind of reel yourself in and take the time to listen to the other party before we even think about what we want to say back to them. Yes. And incorporate being a better listener. And that's such a huge theme for 2021. Listening, communication, because all three Mercury retrogrades happen in all three air signs. So like you were saying, it's hot. It's hot right now. It's tense. People have a lot of opinions about the virus, about the election. And so we need to learn to be better communicators. Yeah, it's all compressed now. It's winter time. We're going to be locked inside and then we're not traveling as much. And then mm-hmm. there's like all the family stuff. It's extra compressed during the holidays. All of this hmm. communication always gets <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes. The holidays. Very intense. So also on Monday, Mercury, the planet of communication, transiting through Scorpio, moving through Scorpio, aligns with Saturn, the planet of authority in Capricorn, which Saturn rules, the sign of authority. So again, just riffing off the theme of communication, this is an opportunity to learn to express yourself in your bonded relationship from a place of authority. And when you're expressing yourself, it's not only you communicating from a place of authority, but listening from a place of authority. And I always say this, but like an authority isn't somebody standing on a podium pointing their finger down at you. It's standing on your own two feet, squaring up with somebody and speaking with the confidence that you deserve to speak from because you're a human being. So how can you restructure your conscious psychic awareness in order to claim your personal authority? Because psychic awareness, Mercury's moving through Scorpio, 
which is the psychic sign. Maybe asking for someone to listen to you. I have some shit to say. Mm-hmm. I'd like to listen to you too, but first I want to talk. I want to talk for 10 minutes and I want you to listen to me. I want you to be curious about what I'm experiencing and then I'll do the same for you. I love that. Putting each other on like a, a level playing field so you can both feel like you're connecting and heard and understanding the other person. Yes, I love it. So this is the fifth time that these two planets have aligned with Mercury and Scorpio and Saturn and Capricorn. It's the fifth time that it's happened since Saturn moved into Capricorn back in December of 27. And this is the final time. It's going to be another 27 years before Mercury and Scorpio aligns with Saturn and Capricorn. It happened on October 12th, 2018, October 13th, 2019, November 13th, 2019, November 29th, 2019, and now today, November 30th, 2020, on the day of the full moon. There's no accident with this. The planetary rhythms are like a symphony. It's like the last time that the planet of communication aligns with the planet of authority in the sign of authority that it rules. It happens on the day of the full moon, the full moon of communication. So it's such a special time. Like you said, maybe taking that time and saying, you know, I want to say something to you and I want to hear what you have to say. So let's set a timer and I'm going to go for 10 minutes and then you'll go for 10 minutes and nobody's talking over each other. Yeah, I think that should be like a regular practice. (laughs) All my family does is talk on top of each other. 20 people talking at the same exact time. How is anyone supposed to hear anything? And there's so much frustration in that, right? Yeah. It's like literally insanity. When people like come to visit like someone that's not in the family, they're just like looking left and right. Like, who who do I listen to? I don't know what's going on right now. Oh, my God. I like that. I'm going to incorporate that. I I haven't experienced my Thanksgiving yet. So I think that would be a good time to... uh, to try it out. Try it out. I want to hear all about it. I want to hear what happened. I think that you you want to set the timer with your family. I don't know how open they are to it, but yeah, my dad is the worst listener. He's horrible. Yeah, I'd be very curious to see what happens. Maybe he never feels heard, so that's why he is always trying to talk over someone. So maybe if he had that opportunity to be listened to, then he would stop talking over everybody. Absolutely. 10 minutes is a long time. That is a long time. It's a long time. You might want to start with five minutes, but it sounds like your dad could probably talk for 10 minutes straight. No problem. Oh, no problem. Yeah. (laughs) But maybe once he does get all that out, he would feel, like you said, complete, heard, and doesn't feel like threatened and have to talk over people. I like this experiment. I want you to try it out. I want to hear back. Okay. On the next recording. Okay. Yes. I'm down. (laughs) Tuesday, November 1st, Mercury, the planet of communication, moves into Sagittarius. So the filter comes off now. Sagittarius is the blunt speaker. It's symbolized by the archer. The archer is aiming for the target, the bullseye. So this is about taking off the filter speaking out the last time mercury was in sagittarius was december 9th to the 28th 2019 the time before that was october 30th to to december 1st 2018 and december 12th 2018 to january 4th 2019 so think back to these dates think what was going on in your life during that period and that's going to give you some clues on what to expect 
this time around. So Mercury is going to be in Sagittarius from today, December 1st until December 20th. So when you think back to those dates, that will give you an opportunity to know what to expect this time around. The reason why I say that is because Mercury is going to be tracing through the same places in your astrological code that it did back on those dates. So it could offer some similar experiences. But the question is, what truth would you like to communicate? Because that's what Mercury in Sagittarius is all about. It's like speaking your truth. I think starting out with that practice of setting the timer and really being open to listening will allow you to kind of spill out some of that truth when you have enough time to express yourself where you feel like you're being heard. You can really get some shit out that might be like stuck in there. I love it. Yes. Get it out. If it's stuck, push it out. Don't be afraid to speak your mind and speak what's in your heart during this period. I'm already like really feeling that. Just the need to like say say how I feel without a filter, for sure. Well, and that's from the sun in Sagittarius, which is right now. So the sun is in Sagittarius, but once Mercury also moves into Sagittarius, it's like double truth. That's when you're really going to be like, you know, because you have been the last few days that I've seen you and you've told me what's been going on and what you've been (laughs) saying to people. And I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, this is a different Ingrid than normal, you know, but it's great because this is who you're supposed to be. Yeah, I feel that. You feel the power, right? I do. Yes. I like Sagittarius. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. Like we started this podcast in March. We started April 4th, 2020. That was the first podcast and that was the sun was in Aries. That's why I did it then because Aries is the first sign. So I'm like, great time to start when the sun is in Aries because that's the ram firing ahead, kicking off. Well, every month has been really interesting because I we get to get more in depth with every sign. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is like our first time really going into depth with Sagittarius. I would just really like every time we move into a new sign, getting to get really in depth with kind of all of the qualities of that sign because Sagittarius just feels really fun for me. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Speaking your truth. Speaking your truth. Wednesday, December 2nd. So the moon has now moved on from Gemini, where it was full on Monday, to Cancer. And Cancer is the sign that is ruled by the moon. So the moon is in a position of power. And the moon is aligning from Cancer with Uranus in Taurus. So this is about emotional independence in the home. Could there also be like a revolution of your like material possessions? Yes. That's going on, that's going on like the whole time with, you know, for everyone out there that's going through like some sort of financial difficulty or their material security feels threatened in some way. I mean, probably most of us right now. (laughs) Exactly. But that's, that's the big lesson of Uranus in Taurus because Uranus is the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected. Taurus is the sign that's symbolized by the bull that represents financial security in all material matters, including art, culture, and food. So financial independence, financial independence, that is the goal of Uranus through Taurus. 
And what's the connection again? So there's the Uranus and Taurus connecting with the moon in cancer relating to our emotions, the emotions, but the home, Okay. your roots, your upbringing. Uranus is also the planet of revolution, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So sometimes the revolution is very uncomfortable, but that allows us to create innovations Mm -hmm. and spark a change in us. So we can have that independence that we're looking for. Yes. So that can be scary, but also revolution is not a bad thing. No. Pushing through that discomfort and creating like a new sense of reality. That's the whole point of, of Uranus. It's, it's supposed to shake you up. It might be uncomfortable, but it's only as uncomfortable as you are clinging to what it is trying to shake you from. So if you are feeling uncomfortable, you need to readjust the direction of your energy and go with the flow. Don't cling to the old way way of when are things going to be normal again? No, no, no. It's about we're going through a revolution. Nobody liked the old way anyways. Exactly. Exactly. We like romanticize things as they slip away because they were comfortable. Mm -hmm. Even though in that moment they were probably uncomfortable, we like cling to something that once was with a sense of security because it was stability in a way. Yes. Yes. So how can you express your emotions for the purpose of establishing greater emotional independence and security? Just being open to new ways of doing things, getting creative, dreaming up the life that you really want and not clinging to some old comfortable shit. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Dream big. Yes. Allow yourself the opportunity to have what you want. Yes. And look back. With the moon and cancer, there's always that it's drawing you back to your roots. Oh my gosh. Our roots are like where we grew up. So for me, I didn't ever feel like I had stability. So sometimes I cling so tightly to my stability in air quotes over here. Mm-hmm. That wasn't anything good to begin with because I just want that sense of comfort that I didn't have. And I like create a false sense of comfort in keeping things the same because everything felt so like unsettling growing up. But now I'm a grown up and I can decide what I want for the future. So kind of erasing that facade of my comforts being stable when they're not just really being able to see the truth in, in what is happening in my life and stop putting on the rose colored glasses Yes, and looking at something that, that isn't even real. That's not a real sense of security. Well, and I like what you said at the top where it's like, this was formulated in your childhood, if it's like this is your childhood programming that you didn't have stability, so now it's like you cling to any sort of stable thing, whatever it may be, even if it's not something that's really good for you. And so recognizing that, you know what, I'm just stable because I'm me and I'm alive here and I'm not that child anymore. And even though I've had this instability in my childhood, I don't have to fear instability in my adulthood. I've always stayed at jobs longer than they served me, stayed in relationships longer than they've served me. And yeah, looking back on that, it's definitely that sense of like comfort or stability that I was craving, even though it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't serving me anymore. It's time to move on. I held on to it longer than I needed to. I love it. I'm ready to experience that freedom. Yes, Ingrid. And create my own stability. Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's what Uranus is all about in Taurus. Be rebellious. What do you want? What do you want materially and why? And how are you going to go about getting it? And going about getting it, are you going to be independent? Are you going to subjugate yourself in some way? And you're not. No. 
good. <laughs> All right. Thursday, December 3rd. The moon in Cancer again, but today it aligns with Mars and Aries. So Mars is the god of war. Ooh, yes. Sounds fiery. <laughs> That's right. Aries is cardinal fire. Mars is the planetary ruler of Aries, and the moon is the planetary ruler of Cancer. They're both cardinal signs, Cancer and Aries. So it makes a very strong alignment, but fire, Aries, boils water, Cancer, and water, Cancer, extinguishes fire, Aries. So this creates that square, that very challenging, stressful alignment. So when I think of the previous day's alignment with the moon in Cancer aligning with Uranus in Taurus, and you shaking something up there and saying, I'm going to be independent. I'm claiming my independent financial security. Now today, there might be some challenges there. You want to make that change. and it can be very uncomfortable emotionally to step out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. So look at the root of your emotional courage. If you are feeling afraid, where does that stem from in your childhood? Once you look at something that seems so scary, once you like kind of look at it in the face, it does take its power away. It becomes yes. a, a little bit ridiculous yes. and like almost kind of funny. Yes. It always makes me think of that movie. I can't remember if it's Labyrinth or The Never Ending Story. It's like David Bowie is in it. Well, you know, at the end when like, like David Bowie plays this character, that's like the bad guy and they're like running from him and they're afraid of him. And then at the end, the, the kid like opens the closet and David Bowie's standing in there and he just looks like a ridiculous man in some silly costume and he's not scary anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's exactly like what you were saying. The Wizard of Oz, The too. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, they pull back the curtain. They're like, you? You're the great Oz? Like, like we're supposed to be afraid of you? It doesn't make any sense. So face your fears. Face your fears. It's not as scary as you think. So how can you be emotionally courageous in the home or with your family? Yeah, the holidays are a good time for this. Oh, yeah. Speaking your truth, even when it's uncomfortable and kind of standing in that discomfort and moving through it because getting more comfortable in sitting in the discomfort, we just have to practice that. The more we do it, the less we care about the outcome of that discomfort. We have to do things anyway, regardless of the fear and the discomfort that it brings. Yes. We're able to hold space for ourselves. Yeah. Us practicing that expands that for the people around us as well, holding space for the discomfort, having uncomfortable conversations and knowing that the outcome can still be okay. You can still say something to your friend and express yourself when you know that you have differing opinions on it and come out the other side and you're like, okay, I feel more empowered. I can tell people what I really think and it's going to be fine. Or if it's not fine, I'm also going to be okay with that. I love what you're saying right now. I mean, this is healthy relationship conversation where you can get in an argument with somebody you love. And not and fear losing them. It's not the end of the world. It's Yeah, you don't fear losing them. I love that. You don't fear losing them. I think when we just live in the past or in the future, it really like blocks us from our expression. We're either living in our childhood where we have these fears that are bigger than us. Or we're living in the future, like, what if I say something and they don't like it? If we're just living in the moment and just moving through what we need to and not worrying about where it came from or where it's going as much and just, yeah, letting things flow. Exactly. Isn't that where we want to be? Where you can be present 
and be truthful and honest about what you're feeling in the present moment and not worry about the future outcome or be fearful of the outcome because of something that happened in the past. Everybody wants to be accepted for what their view is, regardless if it's a view that's upsetting to somebody else. So this is where the planets are pushing us, and especially with Mars and Aries. It's requiring action. It's requiring conflict. And typically, when Mars moves through a sign, it connects with the moon in every other sign about once or twice. Once, maybe twice. But because of the Mars retrograde through Aries, which has been going on since since the beginning of July, and because of that, Mars is in Aries for six months as opposed to six weeks. Mars is connected with the moon in Cancer. This is the sixth time. There's going to be seven times. And when we have these like repetitive cycles where things repeat themselves over and over, that's when we really get to learn the lesson because we get to practice it and practice it and practice it. And by the end, we have actually changed. Yes, exactly. Practice, practice, practice. First time this happened was July 19th, then August 16th, September 15th, October 10th, November 5th, today, December 3rd, and then December 31st. So... I mean, learning to just let it out there. Be courageous with your emotions, especially with your family. Set that timer, Ingrid. (laughs) Friday, December 5th. Mercury, communication, in Sagittarius, truth, honesty, freedom, aligns with Chiron, the wounded healer, and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. In Aries, the sign of self-confidence. So the truth will set you free. This is what we're building up to this week is really just being able to be honest about what you're feeling, what you're thinking, so that you can heal that wound inside you that says, hmm, maybe I should shut up. Nobody cares what I have to say. Or when I spoke up when I was 10 years old, everybody laughed at me or I got bullied at school. Now you're an adult. That's old news. Old news. Exactly. How can you courageously speak your truth in order to heal the wound to your self-esteem? Looking back in your past to see where your wounds came from Mm -hmm. and then actively making steps to communicate in a different way than you would have in your past. So you can like release those old attachments to that wound. Yes. Yes. I love that, Ingrid. I love it. And this is another practice alignment because this alignment is happening 10 times. This is the second time that it's happened. So we're right at the beginning. So the first times are going to be the most uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. as we experience more of them, it'll get easier and easier. Yes. Or harder and harder if you're not doing the work. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Everybody do their homework. Exactly. Especially Mars and Aries. That will get really hot. So we don't want to mess with fire. Right. Exactly. It makes it even more intense with Mars and Aries, Chiron and Aries. There's a lot of heat right now. There's the feeling of the wound to the self-confidence, but then the urge to be like, you know what? I am going to be confident. It's giving us the confidence to heal the wound to our self-confidence. Saturday, December 5th, Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, transiting through, moving through Scorpio, the deepest, darkest, most passionate sign, the sign of karmic bonds, aligns with two planets, Mars and Aries, 
which we talked about, and Neptune in Pisces. Neptune is the god of fresh water in the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and dreams. In Pisces, which is the sign that represents the unconscious, the dream world, and compassion. So there's a lot of healing. There's a lot of healing that can happen today with these alignments. And it, it all leads up through the week. Well, once you express yourself, your truth, and open yourself up to being courageous, that is very healing. You're healing, you're healing your wounds. Yes. And specifically, it's healing the wounds in your karmic bonds. Mm. Those people that you're bonded to, where your heart is tied to theirs, your soul is tethered to theirs. When they hurt, you hurt. When they're happy, you're happy. When they're angry at you, it keeps you up at night. So this is where you're learning to communicate with confidence with the ones that are closest to you. Because when you can communicate with confidence to the ones that are closest with you, then you can go out there in the world and be confident. Yeah, it's so much harder to confront people that you're close with because of the fear of losing them. Once you get good at practicing in your intimate relationships, then you can do that with anybody and that's going to be easy. Yes, yes. The hard work is definitely the, yeah, the karmic bond work. Exactly. The hardest work is the ones that you're closest to. Those are the toughest relationships and the most rewarding. So this is another alignment that has occurred several times ever since Neptune arrived in Pisces in 2011. Neptune in Pisces is aligned with Venus in Scorpio eight times. Today is the ninth. After today, these two planets will align from these two signs five more times. After that, it will be another 151 years before they align together from these two signs. So this is like a multi-generational opportunity to heal your relationship with your soulmates, with the people that you've traveled from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime to do the work you need to do so that your soul can grow. And then with Venus aligning with Mars, this is the goddess of love aligning with the god of war. So it really, it's stirring some things up. What would you like to courageously express in your deepest, most bonded relationships? It sounds like a culmination of the week of practicing being vulnerable and being able to listen and hold space for one another. And in the end, being able to just speak your truth so you can heal. Yes. Sunday, December 6th, Mercury again in Sagittarius. More communication. More communication. <laughs> free open, honest communication, aligning with Uranus in Taurus. So Uranus, independence, Uranus, independence, Taurus, material security. So just kind of keeps amping up more and more about speaking your truth and being confident. What do you think is a good practice for setting yourself up for success in terms of if you're not feeling that confidence yet? What is like a good tool to kind of like step into your power? Have that conversation with yourself. It starts with having the conversation with yourself. You can't have a conversation with someone else confidently unless you're speaking to yourself with confidence. So if you're having trouble speaking to yourself with confidence, what is that? Where does that stem from? Do that inner work. Looking back in your past and saying, why do I not feel confident in this communication? What happened to me in my past that I need to heal from? Yes. And then revealing that, you know, man behind the curtain that's powerless. Exactly. Also, maybe just 
communicating with someone outside of whatever that relationship is that you need to speak your truth in speaking with some friends about it so you can have some cheerleaders on your side saying like you can do this like you're not alone it's fine don't think of the worst possible outcome sometimes when you speak your truth you are rewarded it's it's not as scary as you think that's a great idea ingrid i love that yes i have some really great friends and Sometimes it's all you need is like a little extra push to say, like, remember you said you were going to do that thing. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, we're here to support you, even though you're scared, like you'll be fine. Mm, that's huge. And especially with Venus moving through, through Scorpio, that's, that's your karmic bonds. It's not just like a lover. It's like your close friends, your circle, your cheerleaders, like you were saying. And also we have to accept that things change and that's Okay. We're going through all these karmic bond shifts that can bring you closer to somebody, or that also means that somebody can fall away. And either of those things is fine. We cling so tightly to things being like the same forever. And that's just so unrealistic. Sometimes those karmic bonds need to fall away and then you'll feel free. They need to fall away so that somebody new can come in. Like I think of it as like, imagine like you have a garden or your yard you know, you have and, to pick the weeds. Well, there's, there's only so many people that can fit in the yard. So, you know, you want to fill the space with people that are watering the grass and not the weeds. So if somebody's watering the weeds in your life, they need to be lovingly disinvited from being in your yard. Fuck. And that leaves the space for somebody new to come in and help water the grass. Yeah, that's a powerful visual. I have a friend who says, I need water, I need food, and I need like five or six people in my like close personal circle, like the people you can call in the middle of the night people. Mm -hmm. And whoever's not those people, like, you know, take them out and replace them with somebody new, like inviting in the people that we look up to and that inspire us. Yeah. We are our, we are our closest circle. Like that's who we become. Yes. So don't invite people in that are bringing you down and holding you back. Right on, Ingrid. That's a big week, especially leading up to the holidays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking your truth, being confident in your communications. Like, yeah, that can be that could be explosive, but also very rewarding. It's necessary. It's the end of the year. So, you know, it's it's taking the filter off and coming out with it. People like to say spring cleaning, but a lot of cultures do like you need to clean your shit out by the end of the year so you can start the new year fresh. So getting that shit out. And this is the energy the kind of like I think of Sagittarius, it's a mutable sign. It occurs at the end of the season. It's the end of fall in the northern hemisphere, the end of spring in the southern hemisphere. Those end of the season signs are about like, yeah, clearing out the closet. Sagittarius is fire. It's about burning everything down so that by the time we get to Capricorn, that's about rebuilding. Oh my gosh, just like the, I mean, just like the season, all the leaves fall off mm -hmm. at the end of fall and you go into winter. Yep. That's the part where you hibernate and then there's rebirth. Yes, that's it. So it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting, intense month astrologically. Become more confident in my communications, the less I fear the outcome. I'm starting to feel excited by the conflict and the change. That's great. That That's great. That's that's what it's supposed to be. It's like people ask me all the time. They're like, well, when does it when does it get better? When does it clear up? I'm like, that depends on you. That depends on you. You know, are you hiding in the corner 
or are you facing your challenges? Because the planets reward those who face their challenges. It's going to be difficult. I mean, this year, next year, the year after. But the level of difficulty depends on how you are navigating life. So that's where we are. Life is a marathon. It's a, it's a long journey. And by the time you get to the end, it probably seems like, wow, where did it go? But during it, it's an ordeal. I'll see you next week. I see you next week. All right. Well, wrapping up the week, if you want to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Transit, we post every day uh, little tips on what we talk about here on the podcast. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. The Weekly Transit was edited by Ingrid Iverson. If you'd like to follow The Weekly Transit email, go to theweeklytransit.com. Or if you'd like a reading with Scott, theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.